everybody and welcome to Yo Christian, we're about to start recording. Why didn't you tell me? What is up everybody? Welcome to the Netflix Addict Podcast. My name is Jerry. And I'm Christian. And welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about newsworthy things that happened this week in the entertainment business. Jimmy Carr, the best of ultimate gold greatest hits. You we're also going to have Movie Lounge with Christian Hernandez, The OA, Juanita, TV Talk with Jerry, and Triple Frontier. Today's episode is going to be insane, and I'm so totally excited. Are you excited, Christian? Bro, I was born excited for this episode. Like, I felt the day I was born, episode 7 was going to be the best episode so far. Okay, over dramatic. Here we go. And without further ado, here comes the Intro. intro. Well, we hope you guys are having a great day so far. Thank you for joining us. But we got to be a little bit honest here. My name is actually Christian. And I'm Jerry. Sorry for lying to you guys, but we just thought it was funny. But that being said, Jerry, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm feeling a lot m- better than last week. I feel like last week just ha- was stressful. So much going on with work, with life, with school. Now it's just like, hey, positive, relaxed, fresh. So much stuff's going on, ready for the podcast. What about you, Christian? I'm actually doing pretty good. Um, to be honest, I'm a little bit tired, but I'm excited to be here recording this episode. And, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to talk about everything that we have yeah. to talk about, which is a lot. Didn't you move this weekend, man? I did. I How did you move liking this the new weekend. house? It's great. Dope, man. I I'm really love the new... It's an apartment complex. And it's so cool. I cool. loved it. My address is not Anyways, actually, before we start, I wanted to give a quick mention. Um, thoughts and prayers to the people from uh, Church from ju- New Zealand, uh, Christ Church from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, we heard the sad news this week, and we just want to send our thoughts yeah. and prayers to every single person that was affected by this horrible tragedy. Definitely, definitely, yeah. um, it it's it's something that you know, sadly, as humanity, we kind of keep getting used to, you know. Yeah. And I hate it, but at the same time. We we do we do feel for you and we do wish you the best, you know, through this horrible time. So I agree. Thank you so much for that, Christian. On another note, it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's St. Patty's Day. Uh, a lot of people are out drinking at bars, so we asked. I'm wearing green. He's wearing as green. Jerry is pointing out. Uh, it wasn't on purpose. I <laughs> promise. I literally woke up at 6 a.m. today <laughs> and just put on the first thing I could find, which was green. But yeah. um, yeah. So drink responsibly. Have yeah, fun responsibly. Safe. Don't drink and drive, please. Yeah. And uh, yeah, have fun. Mainly have fun. Exactly, Today is yeah. a good day about having fun. Just like we're going to have as we talk about these things. I'm so moving on to news things that happen in entertainment. Jerry, this week was huge in the entertainment business. Like so many things happened. Let's start with the smaller things and then move on to the biggest things. Okay. okay. So one day at a time, which was just so on Netflix, it got canceled this week. And a lot of people got really mad because a lot of people do love this show. And then Netflix kind of like apologized with a tweet. Have you seen the show before? No, I haven't seen the TV show, but uh, I've heard like even because I didn't see the show, I still felt the pain of this show being canceled. And I think it is because as a Netflix lover, when Netflix decides to cancel a TV show, even if I'm not a huge fan, it's a family part, you know, like yeah. that's what a Netflix is, a community. So when somebody gets affected, 
we are all there for them. So yeah, for sure. And kind of like us being, obviously I, I don't think we call ourselves the voice of the people, but we kind of are, if you really think yeah. about it, you know, we kind of talk about like what people are talking about, definitely. um, what's popular right now. So, um, sure. I didn't see the show either, but we definitely feel for you guys in the sense that, Hey, a lot of people, this was one of their favorite shows. So we're sorry for you, but we hope that this last season, which I think is season four is going to be the last season. Um, we hope that it's something that you actually enjoy watching and then mm. it ends in a good note for you guys. And uh, hey, hey, if you're watching the, the TV show, let us know on Twitter. Uh, links in the description. Let us know what you think, how you're feeling. We are here for you. And maybe on the next episode, we can uh, just talk about your tweets. You know, we are always here yeah, for, for sure. you guys. Yeah, at some point, we would definitely love to do like an episode just rating you guys' questions definitely, and yeah. stuff like that. But when I the time comes, obviously. So this is what Netflix said on Twitter. We... We've made a very difficult decision not to renew one day at a time for a fourth season. So it's the third season is going to be the last Yeah, because I think they broke it into part, part A and part B or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the choice did not come easily. We spent several weeks trying to find uh, a way to make uh, another season work. But in the end, it's simply not enough people watching it to justify another season. Which, in a sense, I kind of agree with. Yeah. Because if people aren't watching it, then is it really cost-effective for Netflix to do another season? Yeah, they're thinking money-wise. Like, hey, are we sp- really spending too much money on this that is not worth people's time? I mean, It's like Fuller House. Like, a lot of people stop watching Fuller House. The hype for Fuller House has gone way down i agree and I that's why i think they're canceling it as well because it's just people aren't watching it that much and i feel honestly with fuller house something else uh, i'm kind of like going into another wave right now but we'll come back to this i feel with fuller house like season one was like hey 30 years later we are bringing something new so pe- a lot of people were trying to watch it then season two a, li- a lot of people were excited but then it just became like a regular tv show that people just lost interest mm-hmm. so i think season five it's good to end for in my opinion, but we'll talk about that later on. Yeah, we'll we'll do an ep- uh, an episode talking about um Fuller House, House a yeah. little bit. Yeah, more towards the last season. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Actually, did you hear about the the Ooh, Laurie and, Be- and, and Becky? Yeah. Uh. So Whoa. that's a scandal that I don't know if we have it on the news right here. But no, I, we I don't. That's, but that's, that's a big, big thing that we because didn't add. she was part of this Hallmark industry. She was part of the Hallmark family. Yeah. Uh. She got. And Netflix Axe, family, basically, yeah. yeah. She was, and then Netflix just recently said, "Hey, uh, even though she was a great part of our family, we gotta let her go because you know we don't want to be part of the, what she did." And honestly, I feel I'm kind of like with the same way with Netflix and Hallmark by saying, "Hey, we don't want to be part of this because what she did is wrong, in my opinion." Yeah, it's very, it's it's yeah. it's uh, fraud. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's probably gonna get arrested pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's. Kind of sad day for Full House lovers, but in reality, yeah. hey, that's what happens when you break the law, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to One Day at a Time, uh, Netflix also said, and to anyone who felt uh, seen or... Rep- I'm sorry, let me read that again. So sorry. I'm and to anyone who felt seen or represented, possibly for the first time by the show, uh, please don't take this as an indication your story is not important. Mm-hmm. The outpouring of love for this show is a firm reminder to us that we must continue finding ways to tell these stories. So it is kind of like a little apology at the end. So for those people that like this show, well, we do understand that it might be uh, might be tough, but we definitely want to keep on making better, bigger, and more and and and, and good shows. You know. Actually, I want to say something back. Uh, I'm looking right now at some, some information. 
I was talking about the part B and part A about Arrested Development, so I got confused with the show. So this is actually just uh, season three they released a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and then they didn't get renewed for season four. So that was just me like trying to explain a little better what I was talking about. Oh, okay, you got yeah. confused. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's move on. The first official trailer for the live-action Aladdin movie came out this Ooh, week. Ooh, that was... Oh, my God. Okay, so I woke up a day on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday, right? Or Wednesday? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tu- uh, Wednesday, I think it was, yeah. Okay, so I woke up on Wednesday, and the first thing that I saw was, like, the Aladdin tra- trailer. Dude, I was excited for that, actually. I, I really liked it. Yeah. And I saw your tweet, actually, like, after I woke up, and I was like... Uh, I, I remember your tweet saying something like, am I excited for this... Uh, uh, I don't know, but you were excited about the, yeah. the trailer. Um, yeah, if you guys want to see that tweet, uh, Chris yeah. 6ST, you know, shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the trailer. Yeah. Um, the first trailer was kind of weak, in my opinion. Yeah. Didn't show that much. But I remember uh, when I was watching the second trailer, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got excited for Aladdin again. And I think that's what the tra- what the first trailer should have yeah. done. And um, I'm excited to see this movie now. Here's my thought about, it, like, the genie par. Yeah, Will Smith. At first, I was, like, skeptical about it. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm having my doubts. But then when this trailer, he, we get to see more full genie type, either when he was doing doing the CGI part and him being and as a human. not a CGI, him yeah. as a human. I, I thought that. that was amazing. Like, I think I'm getting more into, like, the genie Will Smith character. Yeah. I'm kind of mm. like him, too. I kind of don't like the, the rapping, never had a friend like me. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I kind of didn't like that. But, hey, maybe in the movie they kind of make yeah. it better. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Wait, before we move on, the the first uh, look at, that we got from um, A Whole New World, the song. Because they gave us, like, a oh, yeah, first they gave us, part. Like, a little glimpse of A Whole New World. Are you excited for that? I mean, I grew up watching a lot of Aladdin yeah. and... I mean, I'm excited for it. I just, I don't know. Some of the characters for me were kind of poorly chosen. Exactly. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm kind of scared in that Mm. sense. But the songs are the same from the from the animated movie, so they're gonna be great. I think the problem with most people are that they want to compare this new movie to the uh, the original one, and that's when a lot of people are gonna be disappointed because. They only have two options. It's either better than that one, or it's bad, better, worse than that one. So I think if you take or, a look, which I think is kind of even worse, make it the exact same. I don't think it's gonna be the exact same, Christian. Yeah. Like for for what I've seen in the trailers, I think they're following the same story as the as the original one, but they're kind of making it their own version type. Oh, and Ad- Alan Tudyk, which I don't know if you know who. Yeah, who Alan Tudyk. Is, yeah, but he's gonna be the voice of the parrot. Cool. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I love that dude. But dude, Alan Tudyk has been in a lot yeah, of. Yeah, mo- he, he has a lot of voices. Yeah. yeah. He was the the rooster from Ro- Moana. <laughs> yeah. No, he plays in Doom Patrol too. So. Doom Patrol. Yeah. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Anyways. So yeah, I mean, a little a little tidbit. Um, next news, which I'm really happy to talk about, which is Batman is celebrating 80 years with an IMAX screening of the Nolan Bro, trilogy. I feel for this part, you got to do it with the Batman voice. I'm going to try my best. No, I'm not doing that. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hurt your ears. But yes, Batman, my favorite DC character, uh, is finally turning 80 years old. Um, obviously not the character itself, the comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are crazy, are going crazy about this. They, I've seen a lot of pictures of graffiti on Twitter. I, um, and then to celebrate these 80 years, they're going to do, they're going to bring back, um, the movies for a marathon. 
on IMAX. Dope. And I kind of want to see that. I'm going to see if I can watch it, and I'll come back and talk to you guys about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really want to watch it. And uh, I love the, the, the Nolan trilogy. I think he's my favorite Batman, you know, Christian Bale. So let's see how it goes. I mean... But yeah, everybody's going happy on Twitter. 80 years of Batman. Happy birthday, Batman. Happy con- so congratulations happy to the creators of Batman. To you. Um, yeah, it's just great news for for DC yeah. comic fans. I think in, in another note by uh what was his name? Hold on. The Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. He just dropped officially from being Batman. I oh thought that yeah. was smart on his way because he saw that, hey, People are not liking my character as Batman, so let's let's finish this and let somebody young and fresh try it. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I have a question for you. What's up? Who do you want to be the new Batman in the new Batman um, movie? I don't have anyone on mind right now, but I feel like if they give us options, then I could tell you. Because right now it's going to be so hard to beat Christian Bale, man. That's a Batman. So it's the same way with the Joker, dude. Nobody can beat. Um, um yeah. What's that? The, that the new Joker movie. Who's that guy? What's his name? Yeah, his name is. Uh, um, hold on. Something Phoenix. Oh, uh, Joe's. No, wait. What's his name? Whatever his name. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. There it is. Yeah. So that one. He's gonna I be the new Joker. I have my doubts for that one. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm excited. I want to see what. Yeah. What? How he does the Joker. Yeah. Um, y- I. I haven't. I have been thinking about this a lot. You know, there's been a lot of people going through my head on who I want to be Batman. Um, remember Luther from Umbrella Academy? I've kind of thought about him maybe being Batman. He just okay. looks like a Batman character to me. Um, I've thought a lot about. Um, um, oh my gosh! Uh, 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 from. Well, mm. actually, no. That's really it. Actually. Um, if they do a younger uh, Batman, I would love uh, the main kid from Stranger Things. What's his name? Um, uh, uh, <gasps> Are you talking about... Uh, from It? Yeah, I know. Who they, I don't that kid. I, I forgot his name, but if they do a younger version of, of Batman, I would love to see him at Bat- as Batman. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see okay, so what they do with Batman. I just found a really cool um, website that talks about who could be the next Batman. Ooh, here we he, go. They give you five options. Give I'm going to talk. Jake me. Gyllenhaal? No. Gross. Okay. Get him out of here. Ryan no. Gosling? Ew, no. <laughs> no. Ooh. Do not make Ryan Gosling bad, man. Okay. Please. Here's my next option. My next, the third one. Okay. I kind of think I can see this happening. I don't know why, if you agree. Josh Brolin. Older Batman? I see Yeah, it. I can I see, see it as an older Batman. Dang, Thanos? Yeah. Freaking Cable and Batman? I can Ooh. see it, bro. Matthew Good? Let me see his picture. I can see it. I see. As a Bruce Wayne. He has a Bruce Wayne face. I see him. And first, John Hamm. John Hamm is Batman. That'd be insanely good. Yeah. I'd be down for for John Hamm Batman. I think if they're trying to do a a younger version of Batman, Matthew Goody could be. But I think John Hamm for me is the best. Yeah, I think John Hamm for me is the best choice for Batman. He just looks like Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. When you look at John Hamm, he looks like Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's played like tough characters before. Okay. So I think he can do it. Yeah. Cool. I be I, heck yeah. 
whoa, that just blew my mind. I, I would love to have John Hamm as Batman. So if you're listening, whoever is producing the new Batman movies, please make it John Hamm. John Hamm, everybody. I, I will watch it. Yeah. Okay. Or give me more options, and then let's see. Let's go from there. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Disney and Fox deal will officially close on Wednesday, March 20th. Dude, I'm excited for that. This is opening the door to tons and tons of possibilities. So here's the thing about um, March, not March, <laughs> Avengers. Wait, dude, I'm confused right now. Whew, let's bring wait, it back. Do, do you mean to say uh, uh, Disney, Fox Disney and Fox, yeah. So <laughs> everybody's talking online about Fantastic Four and X-Men being on the Avengers Phase 4. I, I doubt it. It's just, okay, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney and Fox deal will close, true. I don't think we're, like, Phase 4, I don't know how long Phase 4 is going to be because Phase Phase three was like three years, four years, something like yeah. that. And then the one before that was like four years, mm-hmm. something like that. But um, I think it's too soon to make another Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, definitely. And I w- think it's even more sooner to do another X-Men franchise. Mm-hmm. Because if Marvel wants to do a new X-Men franchise, they need to get rid of the ones that are right now. Mm-hmm. Because they already, all those movies go from Fox. You know, and it's a tricky, tricky, tricky boat. You know, um, same thing with uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, I don't think you you will ever be able to change Deadpool. Honestly, I think I really don't want to see anybody else play Deadpool mm-hmm. other than what's his face. Uh, uh, what's his face again? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Right, Ryan Reynolds. Like, I don't want to see anybody else be Deadpool other than him. Because I think, yeah, for his character, Deadpool has to be like. This uh, kind of goofy type of guy, and Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, my Reynolds yeah. <laughs> of these two. Gosling, yeah, uh, he has everything to be the perfect Deadpool. Yeah, and he's very meta. So I know, like, imagine this perfect scenario mm. where we see Deadpool finally join Marvel and be like, "Well, that that was that was bullcrap." <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. No, here's the thing. Like, he oh, start- oh, 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 I'm sorry, but yeah, even ahead. better. You imagine like they do like the next Deadpool trailer, and it's like. I'm home, and it's like in front of the like the Marvel logo. <laughs> no. That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. No, but I, I was gonna say that um, r- uh, the the guy that plays Deadpool, he also uh, he was also in the DC family before. Ryan as a uh, Green Lantern, he was a Green Lantern. Yeah, and he killed him. Remember in Deadpool, the second movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you stay in the after credits for that? No. You didn't. What? Wait. You wait. didn't stay in the after credits for Deadpool too. Jerry, no. Hold on, hold on. Remember, he killed himself in the lo- in the in the Wolverine movie, uh-huh. and then he killed. He saved his wife, or his girlfriend, and that. And hold on, I'm kind of looking this up. And then he killed uh, Green Lantern. Jerry's watching it right now. Let so me, you, you keep let talking. Me, yeah, let me explain um, what happened for those who didn't watch Deadpool two. So during oh spoiler, obviously spoiler alert. At the end Is it of. This one? Is it that one? Yes, it is. Um, at the end of Deadpool two, during the credits, we get actually a few credits. The first credit is Deadpool fixing the time machine that Cable left, um, and now he's able to travel as many times as he wants. The second trailer, this is trailer, sorry. The second scene, we get to see him save his girlfriend from dying, and yeah, which is great. And then, so she's back for the next Deadpool movie. The third one, uh, he kills, I think it's 
Oh yeah, he saves the X Force. There we go. So on the third one, I mean, he, he we only seem uh, uh save um the one dude that didn't have powers, but still it's assumed that he saved the whole X Force. And then the other scene, we see him kill the Deadpool version of the Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. which it's just hilarious. Um, everybody in the theater was freaking laughing and dying like me. That is so cool. And then the last one is him <laughs> killing Ryan Reynolds reading the script for Green Lantern, a.k.a. <laughs> the very meta, like, jokes, obviously. But, yeah. So cool, dude. And Jerry's oh, watching right go. now. He's That's laughing. Ryan yeah, Ryan Reynolds is looking at the script Green for Lantern. Green Lantern, and then he gets shot in the face. And the blood just smears all over the script. And uh, I think that's the last one. Cool. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's the last one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. So, let's see Let's see what happens with Deadpool yeah. and with this new Disney and Fox deal. Moving on to probably the second biggest news this week. Mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame trailer dropped. The second trailer dropped. Everybody's bro, going I don't feel like insane. You, I, hey, I don't think you can talk about it because yeah, you I'm haven't gonna, seen I'm it, gonna bro. Go, I'm going to go simple. If you guys remember from last episode, yeah. I am doing the... Um, Mar- uh, I'm doing a version of the Marvel Challenge, which is I can't the Endgame Challenge, where I can't see the trailer until the movie comes out. You know what, bro? I'm just gonna show it to you right now. No, you you better shut up, and I will punch you if you do. I have water in my hand. I will throw it at you. All right, bro. Anyways, Come on, bro. without getting into spoilers, did you like the trailer? Because Jerry is not doing the challenge, I did like even it. though he said at the beginning of the year that he was gonna do it with me. But yeah, but I think it's hard, bro, because. Everything well, I, on I've Twitter, Instagram, bro, they give you so much spoilers. I don't know how you're doing it, bro. Bro, it's hard. Every time that I go on the discovery page on Instagram. Don't go I on see. the discovery page. <laughs> yeah, or, or even on Twitter. If you're follow, I, Did you follow all the people from like um, Robert Downey Jr.? No, I just, whenever I see their tweets pop up, I just keep scrolling. Okay, yeah. That in, makes just sense. in case. But yeah, did oh, you like it or no? I did. I'm excited okay. for the for Avengers. I'm excited about Endgame. Here's like the thing that I, that I think you need, because we were talking about early before the podcast started, that I feel they're showing nothing for the movie because they don't want people to get as spoiled for the movie. Yeah. Um. Well, we actually talked about this a few episodes back. Oh. Um. The thing that's happening is that um the create the Russo brothers, yeah. they what they decided to do for the trailers, they're only showing scenes from Infinity War, oh. and only the first twenty minutes of the film. Keep in mind, this is a three-hour movie. So when, by doing that, what you're really doing is just giving nothing about the movie. If you think about it, you're literally giving... Oh, I hit the mic. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're really giving nothing about the movie. You know, when it's a three-hour long movie and you're showing 20 minutes. So, yeah. But I feel like that's what makes the movie. And I get your point of why you don't want to watch any trailer or anything because you don't want to get spoiled. Because I feel like for so many movies... They mess it up by showing too much in the trailers or the pre <laughs> or the pre-trailer stuff or the problem with like I know you're hearing sounds. I'm sorry. I'm just playing with my mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, uh, I I gave the example last episode of the of the Spider-Man, not Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Superman versus Batman movie. Yeah, that you got. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I just want I just want to be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, it's great that Marvel decides to drop this trailer. Um, a lot of people are excited for it. I'm excited. For it, even though I haven't seen it. Moving on to probably the biggest news in entertainment this week. Um, everybody's still going crazy about it. James Gunn Ooh. is back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. 
So this is coming from some controversy that happened a few months back. So what was the reason that he dropped? So basically, years ago, on Twitter, he posted a few really insensitive jokes oh, um, okay. about, I think it was about rape and child abuse and all that. Um, I'm pretty sure something like that. If not that, I'm sorry for messing it up, but something like that. He posted those years ago, and he and Disney and people, well, people mainly started to find them. And then Disney found out about it. Okay. And they were like, we cannot be tied to this. But see, here's the thing. He never dropped from Suicide Squad, right? Because he's still directing that movie. No, because DC is another company. Remember, DC yeah. is no, like Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, they didn't care. They just did. Huh. They just did. Let him, you know, just do Suicide Squad. But now he's doing both, actually. Yeah. He's doing Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy, which a lot of people are excited for because they wanted to see... Suicide Squad directed by him, mm-hmm. but they also wanted to see Guardians of the Galaxy and see his vision come to life. So here's my question: Why was the reason that he they brought him back? Like, what happened? Um, what changed? There's a lot of speculation that's going around. Uh, some people said that Disney kind of realized that we don't think anybody else can make Guardians of the Galaxy Volume okay. Three as well as James Gunn. Um, a lot of it was like people were asking for him. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was that Disney just forgave him for what happened. Um, a lot of it was that the actors. I, mean, I think one of the biggest problems was the actors. They wanted him. A, a, a lot of the act, Dave Bautista mainly, who plays Drax mm. in Guardians of the Galaxy. He said, "I will not do uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three without James Gunn." Hmm. And obviously, a lot of the cast people were like really bummed out. They kind of didn't want to do it without him either. Um, so yeah, and, well, and I agree that, with that. All yeah. of that combined, plus the fan base, were able to bring him back. And I just feel that if you are stuck with a director that you can feel the chemistry and that he ha- has given positive um, results on the movie. I feel like... It's even the th- second one, which was significantly yeah. weaker than the first mm-hmm. one. It was still amazing. I love the second one. I've seen it like five times already. Two of those were in the movies. Yeah. Like I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy and I can't imagine anybody else other than James Gunn. A lot of people threw Taika Waititi, which is the director of Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I kind of see it, but James Gunn has a vision for this, not only for right now, but for the future of Guardians of the Galaxy. Because what he was talking about is that, so Volume 3 will be technically the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie with that team. With the one that we see right now. So they're bringing a new team after that? Or so what? after that, he has a whole story planned with new characters, new members of the team. But the 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 last movie with this iteration of the team will be that one. Cool. So yeah, a lot of people are excited for that. I'm definitely excited for that because Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely on my top three No, here's Marvel my thing. Movies. If we know that they're making a Avengers... No, wait, a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie. Oh, let's, let's read. sorry, Jerry had to fix his mic, but it's okay. So here's my question: um, If we know that there's a there's gonna be a Guardians of the Galaxy three coming up, doesn't that spoil us what's gonna happen on Avengers Endgame? Of course, but everybody knows what's gonna happen. Come on, everybody knows that the that the Avengers are coming back. Everybody knows that. Oh, sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen Infinity War. Why are you even here <laughs> if you haven't yeah. seen Infinity War? But Yes, uh, the every everybody knows that a lot of them are coming back. I don't know which ones, but a lot of them will be coming back. And that's it for news.
Now we're going to be talking about Jimmy Carr. Oops, sorry, I hit my mic again. Sorry. <laughs> Jimmy Carr, the best of ultimate gold greatest hits. I haven't seen it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't seen it, uh, which is okay. Wait, have you? did you see it? I did see it. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm surprised how many comedy shows Netflix is dropping recently. Yeah, it's crazy. They keep just dropping him like flies, I guess. <laughs> which proves that word. Nef- uh, Netflix viewers are liking it. I mean. Well, I love watching comedy shows, especially when it comes from my favorite comedians. Um, Gabriel! Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Uh, he's a specimen. <laughs> he's hilarious. I absolutely have to say that he is an amazing funny guy. But his comedy is very vulgar. So, I... So, one of the things I wrote down, is it funny? Um, I had to r- jot down, it depends on your sense of humor. If you are easily um, hurt by comments about society and all that, if you easily get, for lack of a better word, triggered, I guess, I don't recommend you watching this comedian. Um, he's very vulgar. He's very. He doesn't really care about like society rules. He just says a joke no matter how strong it is. He makes jokes about race. He makes jokes about religion. He makes jokes about sex, uh, rape, all those things. Um, yeah, it's it's very it's a very intense comedy show. But if you are into that dark comedy, then this is your guy. Um, my kind of comedy is a little it's it's kind of hard. Um, some of the jokes I loved, I just could not stop laughing. Other other jokes, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> And it was weird, but hey, it, it's it like I said, it just depends on your sense of humor. For parents' guide, please please do not allow your children to watch this. He is an insanely vulgar comic, and he he says really intense jokes. Um, would I recommend it? Depends. Depends. Yeah, it depends on your comedy style. Um, no, here's here's a thing. Would you recommend people watching this if they're into uh, Gabriel Iglesias or the other guy, uh, Kevin Hart, or all those comedians? Is he kind of like at that level or no. he's something else? Um, Kevin Hart and, and Gabriel Iglesias are very tame. Like, they know exactly the kind of comedy they do. Like, they they do social commentary on their race. Okay. Gabriel Iglesias targets Latinos, uh, the Latino community a lot, and then Kevin Hart targets the african-american community a lot what about Jimmy this guy Carr is british <laughs> so he targets british people uh, yeah but he he just has no like if there's a line he freaking blew it up with a nuclear bomb <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's just tough um but yeah out of 10 i did find a lot of the jokes funny other jokes were not that great as a comedian as a person that can tell good jokes I will give him a 9 out of 10. As a comedy show, and the kind of jokes that he was telling, I got to give him a little lower than that. I'll give it like a 6. So he's a funny dude, but I just felt uncomfortable for a lot of his jokes. you know. And yeah, that's my thoughts. Those are my thoughts on Jimmy Carr. Not much, but... Do you think I should watch it? Since you know me. No. No? Okay. I I don't think you will enjoy it as much as... I kind of did. There were, like I said, there's a lot of jokes that I really enjoyed, and and this dude does make me laugh. He is definitely one of my favorite comedians. But when it comes to to vulgar jokes about like sex, sexual things, and about religion and all that, well, that kind of like 
it always irks me a little bit. But other there's other types of jokes are really funny. So yeah, those are my thoughts on Jimmy Carr. All right. So moving on. What to is the rating out of ten? By the way. Oh, I didn't give it that. Uh. Well, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, as a comedian, him as a comedian, as a funny person, I give him a 9 out of 10. Okay. He's hilarious. The sh- actual show, uh-huh. six, 7 out of 10. I'll give so it a 7 out of 10. There were which is still high. I mean, that made me laugh, but I got to deduct three points because it's just, some points just make yeah. me feel uncomfortable. You, you, I don't see you really uh, confident about your answer, Christian. Is what? that because you're tired or something? Because I, I don't know. I see you that... You're kind of like struggling to give it a good score. It's just I'm trying to be. Personally, I love this comedian, and okay. I really don't mind a lot of dark humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just personally, I uh, I think that comedians, uh, the the purpose of comedians is to make light out of dark situations. So when they do jokes like out of like tragic events and stuff like that, I, depending on the joke, obviously some of them are just way too much. But most jokes, I do laugh at them because. It's it's comedy, you know. That's mm-hmm. what it's there for to to forget ab- about like all the crap that is going on in the world and they just laugh yeah. for a few minutes. Um, okay. So that's why I'm kind of struggling because for it's not for other, everybody. That's it's it. not for everybody. Okay. Any other person other than me, I think wouldn't they wouldn't like it. Um, but if you are like me, that you enjoy comedy of all types, and and don't mind sitting through the the weird and and kind of uncomfortable stuff then yeah i'm gonna watch it this week i'll let you know what's happening next week if i liked it because you know it's british humor yeah. so i don't know if you're gonna understand it that much but yeah give it a okay, shot yeah, let's give it a try give it a shot and All moving right. on that's to gonna do for us in jimmy Carr. now moving on into the tv show you which i haven't seen actually yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing guys and i'm gonna be honest with you uh this week i didn't have that much time to watch netflix original show because i know there was like one uh this TV show, well, it's a TV show, but it's an animated TV show, new um, about a robot. Oh, yeah, d- uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, so I wanted to watch That's that one. That's going to be next week. Yeah, so, but I didn't have time, so I picked for my TV shows, like, two TV shows that i already seen. One of them is You. I know it came out a couple of weeks ago, or actually months ago. Um, this one is not a Netflix original TV show, but it's streamed in Netflix. The, it's original uh, network, it's... Lifetime, so it's a Lifetime TV show where every week they have a new episode, and then once the season one is is done, they have like a partnership with Netflix where they upload every single season into their own platform, so people on Netflix can watch it. But now it's known as a Netflix original, right? No, it's still like a Lifetime. So Lifetime and Netflix are partners right now. They actually became popular because of Netflix because not so many people knew about it when it was in Lifetime. So that's why so many uh, networks, they send their stuff to Netflix. That way it can become popular. So it's a good show, I got to say. I'm going to read from IMDb a little description because I I really like the way they they describe the show. It's a clever bookstore manager relies on his savvy internet known how to make the woman of his dreams fall in love with him. And I kind of like, when you read the description, you kind of like have this psycho stalker type of vibe right and that's kind of like what the show is about so it has everything you would expect it has comedy it has a thriller it has suspenseful it has romance it has mystery it has every single thing that makes a tv show unique so um i i think a couple of weeks ago we were with connor and you and i was telling you guys you guys have to watch you because it's one of those tv shows that you gotta binge watch the whole thing 
So here's a backstory of how we started watching this TV show. My family and I we were like, hey, we are we were bored. We take usually Saturdays to watch Netflix all day. Um, and there was nothing to do. So we were like, hey, let's look. And then we saw that, that this TV show, uh, John Stamos, which is Uncle Jesse from Fuller House, plays on this TV show. So he was a lot of promoting it and stuff. So we're like, hey, let's check it out. We watched the first episode, dude. We were hooked. It was one of those shows that really, like the fight, first 10 minutes gets you hooked. Nice. So... Um, I gotta say, it's kind of like a Gossip Girl type of show, and that's because a lot of these actors come from Gossip Girl, the TV show. Nice. Yeah, which I like, but it, it's kind of like they're trying to keep Gossip Girl into a more suspenseful, dark theme TV show. So I gotta say, the acting was also good on, on this TV show. Uh, the guy that plays Joe, which is Penn Bagley, Bagley bro, he kills it. Like, I get this vibe of him being a stalker, kind of psycho face. And I don't know if you can see his picture, but that's basically him in the profile, in the cover of the photo. Look yeah. at that. Doesn't that give you like a kind of like psycho type of yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> it does. And that was his role. He was like this stalker who, it's a bookstore manager and he wants to like, every time he sees oh, a girl. it's based on a novel. Yeah. It's, oh, it's actually good. But also what I like about it's this TV show, uh, bless you, Christian. <laughs> what I like about this TV show is that it hits a really good point of what? about social media and how we're letting everything be defined by social media. You know, because back in the days when there was no internet, social media, you had to make an effort to get to know people and you kind of had to trust them. Yep. But in this place, this guy is kind of like, has been through a lot that he doesn't trust. Before he starts talking up to a girl, he goes into social media and he starts stalking that person to know what she likes, what she's into, uh, who she hangs with, where she hangs. So to she make sure she stalks you. Yeah, she stalks. Oh, you. he stalks you. Yeah. So, uh, but it is funny because <laughs> the girl also like she's an amazing actress, but she kind of has her own troubles, and she likes these bad boys and stuff. So a lot of bad guys are hurting her, and then this uh, yo comes and it's like, why are you doing this? Like in a voiceover during the whole um while she's talking here, it's like, why do, are you doing this? Why are you doing this to yourself? Uh, don't you see it? all these guys are hurting you? Why don't we just met at one point? So it's funny how to see, how you see the story. And I think that's what many people liked about this TV show is that even though it's a stalker, creepy TV show, you kind of feel into the romance of uh, Jove with the girl, you know? Nice. What was bad about the TV show? Or was there anything that was bad? What was bad? That's a good TV question, show? bro. Um, you could also say there was nothing really that bad. I, I believe you. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't think there was nothing bad that has to do with the story of the TV show. Sorry. So I don't think there was nothing bad uh, about the story of the TV show. But maybe there was like a camera stuff that I was like, ah, whatever. Or like more of the behind the scene part. Or the cinematography yeah. of it. Okay. So, but that the, makes sense. But the story, it will get you. Like you will fall in love with this TV show. And I'm waiting for season two. Uh, fun fact, season two, the main character is going to be the girl that plays uh, on Hunting of Hill House. Um, what's her name? I forgot. Which one of all? The, the one of the main the, the one that, that I, the, the Ben Nuck lady. Oh, so she's gonna, oh. yeah, she's gonna be the main, uh, Victoria Pedretti. Yeah, oh. she's gonna be the main character of season oh. two. 
And sorry, guys. Yeah. The van. The, yeah. the van. I'm sorry. The, the big air yeah. vent turned on. Sorry about that. And then also the guy that plays on Gotham as the penguin. Do you know that guy? Oh, yes. Of He's course. going to. He also joined the cast for season two. Uh, his name is. I'll tell you right now, guys. Cause this is his last season, so. Yeah, so that was kind of like he was looking for something else. And, dude, I got to say I'm happy to see w- his character on season two. Because on Gotham, bro, he, he does an amazing job with the Penguin. Yes, I love the Penguin. So, um, for a long time, I thought he was Mitchell Musso from Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. looks like him. Yeah. If you just look at him. He looks like Mitchell Musso. Yeah. So, it's it's his name look is... Look at him. Oh, whoa. Captain Marvel is walking <laughs> in our screen. Sorry. So, Robin Lord Taylor, <laughs> he's kind of like... Yeah, I kind of... Robin say, yeah. Lord Taylor. He looks exactly yeah. like Mitchell Musso. I think that's his name, Mitchell Musso. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm excited to see where... Season 2 leads. We don't have an official date for the Season 2, but it's going to first start airing on Lifetime, and then once Season 2 is over, it's going to go into Netflix. Wow. I'm excited for that. I, um, uh, should, so, I guess you kind of answered the, the yeah, question, but season, are you yeah. excited then for the next season? I am excited because, again, as I said, it's one of those TV shows that you want more as you're watching and you want to like get into the into it. And especially with the clickbait that they gave you in the last episode of season one, where the dead girl that apparently was like dead, she's not really dead, she's alive, bro. Whoa! So she comes. Spoiler alert! Yeah, so a spoiler alert, guys. So she's alive. But you should know by now. Yeah. Come on, guys. So she comes into his life because he actually killed the girl, bro. That's a major spoiler, but um, again, this TV show has been in Audi for a while, so if yes. you haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, so if he you're kills like me. It's your fault. He <laughs> gets so psycho and stuff like that. So he kills the girl. The girl finds who he really is and stuff. Um, but anyways, I don't want to get into that detail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, parents Guide. How is the show adapted for those parents who want who allow their children to watch TV freely? Definitely has to be uh, PG thirteen. It has to be rated too. But I'll say you can watch it if you're under. Uh, above 13 because I mean kids nowadays kind know like a lot a of things yeah. w- well the TV rating is different than movie rating so it's TV 14 right TV, yeah so uh, let me look at the parents guide of this TV show because I want to see if I agree with what yeah, this is coming up of IMDB yeah. so thank you so much IMDB we are citing our sources of course Where is, oh here's the parents guide okay so so it says here sex nudity moderate I agree with that there's no there's some scenes that okay there's gonna be like a lot of sex, a lot of things going on. Is there actual nudity in the sheet? Well, no, it's TV 14, right? It shouldn't be nudity. Oh, crap. I'm trying my mic. Actually, I will, I will change. I think it's rated. Because there's a lot of rated R. So, TVMA? Yeah. Because I agree, there's a lot of... There's actually nudity, like, scenes that kids shouldn't watch. You know? Well, what, what do you call nudity, though? Like, you see a girl naked. Like, with breasts out and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh. Then why is the show rated TV 14? Is it TV four? Is it rated TV fourteen? Yeah, United States uh, oh. TV fourteen. If the if there's nudity on the show, it has to be rated TVMA. Okay, so IMDb is saying, look, characters making love is shown, and only the mouse behind is visible. So but no nudity. Huh, that's weird. Because I are you getting your TV shows confused? No, I I remember. That, yeah, there were. You might just you might have just seen like a side breast or a butt or something like that, which is allowed. Um, is is mainly the nipple. You know, yeah. which is kind of weird. But I'll say, yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. A scenes, a lot of a scenes like strong sex scenes. Okay. Um, definitely, you can see a guy naked. I don't know if that girl. I'm not. Uh, there, she's naked, but I don't think that she shows nipples. 
Yeah, I think the, I, I think that's what really defines yeah. it for some reason. That's okay. really what counts as nudity. So yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, so you should definitely watch it. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, it's a gr- great story. You will get into the show. Uh, season two comes pretty soon. Give so it a rating out of ten. Rating out of ten. Who? Nine point five, bro. Nine point five out of ten. <laughs> it's a good show, bro. Like, definitely you gotta watch it. Nine point five is yeah. a lot. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Here comes my favorite part of the day, guys. When we get to hear Christian be passionate about what he loves doing, which is watch movies on a movie theater. So, with that being said, let's get into movie launch with Christian Hernandez. Here comes the intro. Welcome, my fellow moviegoers, to Movie Lounge with yours truly, Christian Hernandez. This week, I got some a little bit of a of a surprise that I expect to do every week from here and out until a special event, but I won't say that just yet. Uh, this weekend, I watched Captive State, and I give this movie a three out of five. What is that movie, bro? I never heard. So, of that for movie. those who don't know, Captive State it starts to it's a story basically it's a post-apocalyptic future. Where humanity is being governed by aliens, um, so the the movie takes the story in this movie begins ten year nine I think it's nine years nine years after the aliens invaded Earth, um, humans are still here but they are servants, <coughs> excuse me servants of the aliens. Uh, I think it's it's Ch- Chicago if I'm not mistaken. It's the from city? the directors of the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Bro. Yeah, um, that's dope. Yeah. The movie has a lot to offer. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of tense moments. Um, but the story mainly is the peeps. Uh, there's this group called Phoenix, and they're trying to rebel against the aliens, you know, to, to gain f- the freedom of humanity. Uh, John Goodman is in this movie. He did a phenomenal job. Uh, I would say the whole cast did a great job. Um, the main reason why I gave it a three is the story felt a little bit boring. There was a few moments in the story where you kind of like, okay, I need this to pick up. Um, that's why I gave it a three. But with the acting and the action, Vera alone, Farmiga is in this show, bro. Yeah, from she, Bates Motel. Yeah, she doesn't have a huge role in the in the movie, but yeah, she is in the movie. Um, what else was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, I think the reason I give this movie a three is because one, the effects weren't that great. The effects in this movie were not that <laughs> great at all. Um, they they definitely felt like a sci-fi movie. Uh, no offense uh, to sci-fi; they make great films sometimes. But <laughs> but yeah, um, it was not that great in the special effects area. And the, the for me, the acting was strong. The mm-hmm. acting and the tense intensity of the story was really really cool. But yeah, um, the effects and the story sometimes. Well, the effects were weak, and sometimes in the story, it can get kind of weak. Um, there's not much for spoilers. At the end, we get to see um, um, John Goodman's character is actually the good guy instead of the bad guy. Um, throughout the whole movie, it, it kind of the movie makes him seem like he's the good guy, that he's the bad guy, but in reality, he's the good guy. I kind of expected it, to be honest. Like I've seen my fair share of movies to kind of pick up on who's who you know um so yeah um there's not much to talk about this movie i recommend it uh i do think people will like it um but yeah it's a three out of five it's not horrible but it's not great either 
I will say that if if I would see like an, a better rating, I would watch it. But I saw even in IMDb they give it like a five five point eight out of ten. Yeah. So. And it's uh, it's it's okay. It's an okay movie. Yeah. But no, yeah, we, do you think it deserves a second movie? No. The well, <sighs> this is what I kind of hated about the movie. They left it on a big what if ending, in the sense that, oh, you want to see what happens next? You gotta watch. Sorry about that. There's a few drummers outside of our office. Yeah, it's okay. You, you get through it. Um, if if you can even hear it, um, the movie kind of leaves you in a spot where it's kind of like in the sequel you should know is these where by now, all so. the movie. What was I gonna say? Sorry. And in, in the sequel is where all the story is gonna finish. Mm-hmm. And I never think that's a smart idea because you never know if your movie's gonna get a sequel or not. You should kind of leave it in a good place where it's like, okay, this movie mm. in and of itself is good. It doesn't need a sequel to be good. Um, do I want a sequel? Sure. I want to see what happened to these guys. Uh, I want to see how Chicago uh, rebelled against the aliens. Mm. But yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a cool movie. Now, now we're going to move on to probably something that I'm really excited. I think well, not probably. Excited. I am very excited about this. I am officially calling... This road to endgame, a la road to WrestleMania, similar to WWE. But mm. instead of talking about wrestling, we're going to be talking about the Marvel heroes. Yes, Avengers. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to start this doing movie lounge ro- until endgame. So road to endgame. Each week, we're going to target a new hero to talk about their movies. This week is going to be Iron Man. <laughs> yes, one. yes, yes. Iron Man, Tony Stark, the man in metal. The, the scientist, playboy, genius, philanthropist, Iron Man. So this week, uh, so each week, like I said, we're going to be talking about a new hero um, until Endgame. So let's begin. Iron Man, the first one. Jerry, have you seen any of the Iron Man movies? I have seen it. You have I've seen, seen all of them? I have seen, yeah, the three of these movies. Nice. Well, today we're going to be talking about all three. So the first Iron Man, if you don't remember, is the movie where we finally get to see this hero. The first actual Marvel movie, if I'm not mistaken, um, of, the, of the current storyline. Um, Tony Stark, we get to see him. The man, he goes to the desert in the Middle East, kind of to say hi to the soldiers and, and see how the weapons are doing that he created. Bomb happens. They take him to the base. I think it's called 13 Rings or 9 Rings, something like that. Um the actual like Mandarin, you know, the villain Mandarin, um, his team, I guess. I don't know how to call it, but yeah, uh, they, excuse me, they um, take Iron Man to try to create new weapons. Iron Man manages to escape to build the Iron Man suit and protect the people from the Middle East. Is that the first one, right? That's the first one. Okay. So yeah, I love this movie. Um, what did you, what about you, Jerry? Did you like the first Iron Man movie? I think out of the three movies, my favorite one was the second one. But since we're talking about the first movie, uh, I'll say that movie, since it was something new, and I think you can correct me, Christian, if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first Marvel movie that we got from the actually uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? That's what I said. Yeah. So um, I thought I think it it was something new and unique that's why everybody was like super excited to see iron man because we are we got spider-man we got uh uh fantastic four hulk the hulk yeah the the, the one before iron man Uh which was the 
crappy, yeah. really, really, really green Hulk, or like bright green Hulk. <laughs> yeah, but I think Iron Man is what it started everything, like the whole uh, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Iron Man Universe. Yeah, was the very first movie in the current MCU. Yeah. So, which is which is amazing because it's it's kind of like it's building up to Avengers: Infinity War, which is Avengers: Endgame. My bad. Yeah, it's been almost twenty years in the making. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, it's insane. Um, no, not twenty years. I'm sorry, ten years. They they recently got 10 years and so i think yeah. what I, what i like about uh iron man man is that you see him grow in each movie yes each movie you see him grow as not only as a person as a hero uh-huh. which is exactly. what i really love iron man is such a great character in the in the mcu um so yeah the first one we get to see him become iron man at the end of the movie he reveals that he is iron man um to the world iron man 2 he's famous uh this new villain called whiplash finally comes we get to see a new war machine with Don Cheadle instead of the other guy, which I forgot his name. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Jerry, but they did switch him. And then they defeat the villain. We finally get to see Black Widow uh, for the first time ever in Iron Man 2, which was really cool. And then Iron Man 3 is... Actually, I don't remember much about that movie, to be honest. I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, but Iron Man 3, what I do remember is that the villain, he wanted to start a new uh, program business not program kind of a new business with tony stark tony stark was acting very rude he was younger he he didn't know that much uh, during that project he um sorry no they didn't do the project that's what i meant to say they didn't do the project tony stark was rude and kind of like left him on hang so yeah it was that's what happened um but yeah iron man is such a great character honestly is not my favorite of the mcu but i love tony stark Robert Downey Jr. has done such a great job, and like Jerry said, the character has grown so much as not only through the Iron Man movies but through the Avengers movies in general. So yeah, um, Iron Man is a great character, and that concludes Road to Endgame. Next week, actually, I'm gonna reveal it when we get there. I'm not gonna. I'm, it's gonna be a surprise. Next week is gonna be a new Marvel MCU character, and we're gonna talk about his or her movies. Parents Guide. For Captive State, let me start with Captive State really quick. The movie is really tame other than a few cuss words, and, and it's very violent as well. Um, but actually, it, I, I can't say it's tame because there's actually a lot of violence in this movie. Very intense violence at that as well. So Parents Guide for Captain State is definitely a lot, very violent and quite a lot of profanity. So be careful with that. I'm not sure of the rating of the movie, but it is a tough rating. You know, it's very... And then for Iron Man, for the Iron Man movies, they're all PG-13. There's not a lot. Um, maybe a few like of the PG-13 cuss words, the S word, all that kind of stuff. Um, A-hole, all that. And yeah, it's other than that, the movies are not that bad. And they, they're actually, they have a lot of action too. So um, violence, it's kind of strong, but it's not very graphic at all. So yeah. Moving on. What am I excited for? Well, this weekend... It's one of the best weekend ever, man. What? what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. I just said it's one of the best weekend because every weekend it's fun, bro. Okay, I, I guess. Don't know, I'm just next <laughs> weekend is Us by oh, Jordan really? Peele. Really? Yes, it's Us. I'm excited for that movie, man. And I'm so excited for that movie. I've been watching the trailer. I've watched the trailer so many times. I'm excited for this movie. So, uh, before you got into the description, dude, since we're talking about scary movies right now, did you see they, annu- they announced a new Annabelle movie coming soon? What? Yeah. 
Are you serious? Yeah, let me show it to you real quick. Just no, uh, no, I don't believe you. Bro, look Another at this. Annabelle movie. At least make The Conjuring 3, for goodness sake. Mm -hmm. Don't make another Annabelle movie. Annabelle 3 officially, official title is announced in a teaser video. <gasps> Can you put the teaser video? Where is it, that one? Oh, here you go. Wait, wait, wait. Is it so we're going to be watching the teaser video for Annabelle, the new wait. Comes Home. Annabelle Comes Home. That's June 28th. 28. So this year? Yeah. Whoa. Look at that. I'm trying to talk over the track because I don't want to get, get copyrighted. copyrighted, guys. So we can cut that. Uh, June 20. Oh, wow. It's short. Wow. Yeah. So there they you go. They really didn't show anything other than a movie, but it's coming. Annabelle 3. Is with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, which they're returning for this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool, actually. <laughs> that's actually really, really cool. Oh, I wonder how they're going to go with the story then. Dude, I'm excited for Because I know the Crooked Man is coming. But I don't know if it's this year. Wait, is Annabelle coming out this year? Yeah, June, 20, June 28th. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm let's see how that goes. Movie, bro. I'm, for those who don't know, I think I've said this in another episode. I'm a huge fan of the Conjuring series. Probably my favorite yeah. horror movie franchise that exists right now. Um, so this is huge news for me. I loved the second Annabelle. The first one was okay. The second Annabelle for me was like so great, so scary, amazing story. I loved it. So I watched Annabelle two on a drive-through theater, bro. Best experience ever, bro. I'm excited. I'm so okay. We gotta keep going with the episode. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just got really excited right now. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited for us. I'm excited to see what Jordan Peele has to do with this movie. And then next week, hopefully, I can talk on Movie Lounge about us. So yeah, thank you so much. Is that all for the Movie Lounge, bro? I think so. I think so. Come on, you still had something to say. I, I believe you, bro. Uh, no. Do I have anything else to say? Is there any other movie that I'm thinking about a lot, other than Avengers Endgame? Uh, oh, one more thing to say, actually, from Movie Lounge before we finish. I saw Captain Marvel in Dolby. IMAX. Oh, yeah, IMAX? Cool. And it did not enhance it that much. <laughs> so Tell you what, if you watch <laughs> it in IMAX, I'll give it a 3 out of 5. If you don't watch it in IMAX, I'll give it a 2.5 out of 5. So How about that? Can we agree on that? I agree on that, bro. Perfect. All right. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this part of the Movie Lounge with Christian Hernandez. It always gives me a joy just to listen to this, this guy talk about movies because I don't really watch movies on theaters. So every time he talks about it, it motivates me to go watch them. So thank you so much, Christian. Thank you. Moving on, we are talking on my favorite part of the day. And here's the thing. Actually, I thought you were doing the, the intro for me, Christian. Oh, wait, no, we're not in TV talk, bro. Uh -huh. We're on the OA, oh, my brother. Yeah, never mind. Okay, so we are going to be talking about the OA because next week it's the premiere of season two. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much for that special effect, Christian. I don't know why. <laughs> we're getting excited <laughs> for the OA. It's been a long time waiting for part two to be released. It's been on the making for almost three years. So, come on. If you made it this far waiting and you're still a fan, Join my club. Follow me on Twitter. Well, let's talk about it. Because <laughs> hey, my fan club, please for the <laughs> yeah, join my fan club, please. <laughs> We're taking a request. Okay, so this 
we're going to be talking about season one as we are getting for season two. Next week, we are going to be talking about part two. Are you going to watch it, Christian? Probably not. No, come on, bro. I mean, I'm Come not, on, bro. I might. I don't know. I so, season one. Here's the thing. The OA is a little different. It's, I have to say, it's kind of slow. Some episodes where... Yeah. What happened? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, don't like, I don't like the slow oh. burners. Yeah, no. So, yeah, it's, it's slow. But the story, man, it's the best thing out of the movie. So, here's what I'm going to read the IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. If you're wa- listening to this. Christian, what are you doing, bro? I don't know. I'm just waiting for you to finish. Do you have a life, bro? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. Excuse you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I love you. I'm just playing with my mic a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. So Anyways, go. The OA. I'm, I'm going to read. Was it good? No. I was kidding. No? <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Why are we even talking about it if it wasn't that good? <laughs> no, it was, it was good, bro. But the wait, TV show wait, is wait, about wait, wait, having wait. one. Wait, what? Wait, really quick. Before you get into all that. Uh-huh. Was it good or was it great? He was excellent, bro. Ooh, it wasn't not even good. Both. Great, it was excellent. See, and I think this is something the Netflix okay. did start like playing with it. The first uh, season, like they wanted to st- release something different that people can like, and they succeeded. So, here's what the TV show is about: Having gone missing seven years ago, the previously blind Prairie returns home, now in her twenties, with her sight restored. While many believe she's a miracle, others worry that she could be dangerous. How dangerous? Well, hey, you gotta, you gotta watch, you gotta watch it, bro. Yeah. Ah, See, at one point, I don't want to give that many spoilers because I would really want you to watch it, bro. So I'm gonna keep it spoiler free to someone, and then t- next week I'm gonna g- just give you like my a spoiler, uh, with a spoiler season one, you and know then what? talk about. You know what? Fine. Yeah. I'll watch the OA this week, the first season, yeah. and prep for season two. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, it, I think it comes out on Friday, right? Friday, yeah. So we won't really have that much time to watch it all on the weekend. So what we'll what we'll do is we'll do a full spoiler talk. Or let's let's do this. Let's both watch episode one mm-hmm. of the OA from season two. When? Oh right? yeah, when it comes out, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about that episode. On well, I'm gonna the watch. Next podcast. I'm gonna watch the whole season, bro. The on weekend. Friday? Yeah, Friday Saturday, bro. Isn't it like twenty episodes? No, it's only ten. Oh, 10. Yeah. Okay, that's more doable. If if I'll try to do it. If not, then I can't. <laughs> Actually, it's not even 10. It's 8 only. Oh. Bro, come on. You can do it. I, I can probably do it. Okay. All right, cool. Anyways, Moving on. going back. So, yeah, the TV show is amazing. Okay, that being said, uh, are you excited for season two? I am excited, bro. It's been three years, and I feel like as three time years, keeps bro. going, every single day I keep getting more excited. I gotta say, at one point, I lost hope that I was like, ah, you know what? I'm done with this show. But they they released uh, the trailer for part two, and they released the date. I was like, boom, I'm excited again. That's good to hear. All right, rating out of 10, what do you give it? Overall, I gotta say, I'll give it an 8.9 out of, out of 10, 8.9. I I don't like it when you guys do the point nine point eight point two five. Just okay. Just give me a nine. number. Nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. There yeah. we go. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Now we're gonna move on to a Netflix film, which came out this past week called Juanita, or Juanita. or as they say it in the movie Juanita. Juanita. Uh, this movie basically tells the story of Juanita, which is the main character. I forgot who plays her. 
but um, she uh, how do I explain it? <laughs> it's a story of this woman who who their children are kind of really like in a bad situation in okay. life, um, and she needs. She feels that she can needs I to ask you for something, Christian? Yeah, go ahead. Can you not a spoiler, please? No, I'm not gonna spoil it at all. Because I, I want to watch it too. I'm, so. I'm just giving you like the the, the main pointers of no. the story. I will not spoil it. Um, so yeah, you guys can keep on listening. This is not gonna be a spoiler review. Um, so yeah, her kids are kind of like going through a lot of really negative stuff, and she need, feels that she needs to get away from that. So she decides to take a one way trip for a while to this for to this city, this little town. Um, in that town, she kind of starts to kind of find herself and grow a little bit and get that alone time that she really needs. The movie is a beautiful film. It's a beautiful story um, filled with great comedy, great acting. Um, it's, it's, I, I won't say too much about the main character and about the, what she does, but her character is a very cool character. I, I don't know. I feel I connected a lot with Juanita in this movie and I, I, at the end of the movie, something really cool happens to her, and um, you know, I, I couldn't help but smile with her and and be happy with her, um, for her as well. You know, this is a beautiful film with filled with great acting, great emotional scenes. It is a drama. There's no action at all in this movie. Sometimes it can be feel a little slow, but yet again, if you're watching a drama, you should expect that. You know, it's it is a slow film. Um, yeah, and I I recommend anybody to watch it. Um bad about this movie honestly not that much other than there's a few slow parts and a few parts that felt that maybe they shouldn't have put in the movie but yet again the director might have had a vision and then if it's in that case then sure why not um out of 10 i honestly have to give this movie a good 7 out of 10 um in in the sense that it's a beautiful story filled with great acting great comedy all that right and even though it feels kind of slow and even though it's not the best movie out there in in the drama part, it is a great story. So if I were to give it out of five, I'll give it a four out of five. It was that is such a good score, man. Yeah, four out of five. It was a beautiful story. And I don't think everybody's going to enjoy it as much as I did. But, Jerry, I do think you might like it. Parents Guide, there's a few cussing. There's drinking. There's smoking a lot in this movie. Um, there's no nudity. There is a sex scene, though, so be careful with that. But there is no nudity, profanity, all that. Uh, yes, um, I think it's rated R, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there is a sexual scenes. There's not actual. S- there is a sex scene in the se- in the movie, but there's another scene of like kind of like sedu- seductive teasing and all that. Um, what's the What's the main star's name, Jerry? The main star's name yeah, is main a- Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Which if I'm not she mistaken, plays in Luke in Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yep. Yeah. She did a phenomenal job. I thought she 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 was the best part of this movie for sure. And I think it's based on a novel too. So oh, interesting. So yeah, that's it really. Like this movie is a beautiful film. I recommend anybody. So to it's watch TVMA. It. Oh, it's TVMA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So it's basically. You know, I'm excited art. to watch this movie. Actually, like. I really want to watch it, but I, I just didn't have time, so that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, I do, I do think it's a great film, a beautiful story. Yeah. That being said, finally, we're moving on to TV Talk with Jerry Q. Woo!
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the TV Talk. My name is Jerry, and today we are going to be talking about a TV show that I watched this week that is not Netflix-related. Actually, it's by Amazon Prime. It's the Whoa. TV show The Widow, Ooh. starring Kate Beckinsale, my forever crush. I did listen to last week's episode, and you I did, did hear you yeah, speaking about her yeah. in a very not weird at all way. No, the hey, so I gotta say, uh, before I get into this, ep- uh, the video, the the widow, bro, Kate Beckinsale, ever since I saw it on the movie, click, and then Underworld, she I became my crush, man. <sighs> Anyways, a weird let's start with too. the like, widow. Really oh, weird. did you hear that she's dating uh, yes. Ariana's grand uh, the yep. ex? Yep. No well, comment on that. I don't think they haven't confirmed that they were no, they dating. Didn't. They, they did? Didn't. Because I think it was only just, I thought it was just a, like a kiss. Oh, yeah, so that's, they I haven't mean, said, hey, we're yeah, dating. Yeah, they haven't said, hey, yeah, we're dating. No, have. I think it was um, just a kiss in an NBA game, so. Yeah. Kissing, they could have been drunk, they could have a moment, mm-hmm. you know, it happens. But, so. they haven't, I don't think they have confirmed it yet. So, and if they have, cool. But just, yeah. Here's the thing about this TV show, The Widow, Kate Beckinsale. Let me tell you what this TV show is about. Uh, a woman search to uncover the mysterious disappearance of her husband leads her to the Congo. Where to, the what? to the Congo. So the country Congo. Oh, I thought you said the jungle. I was like, the Congo. <laughs> the <laughs> like, Congo. El Congo. The Congo. Yeah, to the Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> where she's forced to seek the truth about what happened to the man she loved. It what do you think? Bro, okay. It sounds cool. So let me explain. Like it, it, I kind of en- envision it as like um, a little bit like a Rambo kind of Expendables kind of thing, you know, just a one person Expendables where they need to go like risk risk their lives to save somebody or to save something. Actually, yeah, it's kind of like this. So she throughout the whole TV show, she risked her life to see what happened. Because okay, the story is uh, her husband goes to work in El Congo, and then. El Congo. El Congo. The Congo. Anyways, uh, apparently his flight uh, crashed while he was coming back to England. Um, and apparently she believes for three years that he was dead. But Whoa. for some reason, she already moved on with her life. She was already like living in uh, some part of Wales, I think she was like living. A normal person? Yeah. Would. No, she was, she was living alone. So she actually got sad and stuff. Uh, but she sees that something is going on on uh, the Congo. Is that good, bro? Yeah. The Congo? The Congo. <laughs> yeah. The Congo. Yeah. The Congo. So uh, she sees that this guy that looks exactly like her husband is on the news uh, trying to escape the 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 bullet fights and the gunfights and all the stuff that's happening in the, in the Congo. So she g- goes and is like, wow, is that my husband? So she goes back to uh, the Congo uh, tries to see what's happening with that, and they just tell you throughout the whole TV show, like the story of how she goes uh, to explain to uncover some of the things that the husband did, because apparently she didn't know her husband at all. Dude. The husband was doing a lot of things, and they explain to you through the whole episode why was his motive for what he did. Ooh. But I still think that's weird, cause this guy I, at the end he made me hate the guy, bro, and I'm happy oh did you watch the whole show yeah i watched the whole tv show oh wow see so episode there's only eight episodes one to seven it's beautiful bro like it's an amazing tv show episode eight it was like a plane crash bro like it was a broom. everything went okay um spoiler time why why did you feel that it was a bad episode 
episode eight. Okay, yeah. because here's the thing. Apparently, the husband uh, was in the mafia. So he joined the mafia because he felt that his wife was getting more money than than him. So he wanted to provide for them. So he actually, uh, at first he was doing good the job. He was being one of those people that helped a lot of uh, African families like survive by providing medical things, uh, food, water, all the stuff. Okay. But then he was like, I'm not making enough money. So he starts uh, surrounding himself with people from like the, the Congo that are trying to uh, find this material that apparently is, makes you rich in the Congo. So he's trying to be a, one of those mafia guys in the Congo. So, and one of the reasons that he died in the apparently is because uh, it was set up. So one of the persons that he was working with wanted to kill him, but the best friend, which was also part of the mafia, uh, told him, you know, I owe you one, so I'm going to tell you, don't go into the plane because this person is planning to kill the gover- the uh, the president of the Congo, but at the same time, he's they're trying to kill you because they don't want you here anymore. So, he, so he kind of goes into hiding for three years. He moves into Rand, Rand, uh, Randa, Randa, the uh, the country. Rwanda. Randa, yeah, apparently. Rwanda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard name, man. Randa. Uh, yeah, it's a hard name. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so it's a fu- it's a fun TV show to watch. You'll have fun every single episode except episode eight because we discovered that k baking she's a, w- a zombie no we discovered that she's K-Bak- a demon hold on bro she's the vampire slayer <laughs> hey that's another movie bro anyways uh we discovered that she went through all these things like putting her life at risk uh trying to survive trying to do everything to rescue her husband just to find out that the husband is living a rich life in rwanda with another family Whoa! Yeah, so I felt wow. That I kind of saw it, saw it coming. I was like, I already know what's gonna happen. But when it happened, I was like, wow, this guy deserves to die. And at one point, actually, she's, she's no. At one point, the uh, K. Beckinsale's character says oh. says that when she's talking to the uh, the girl that wants the husband dead, she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna tell you where he is at right now because I, I, he deserves what's happening to him. I don't care about him anymore. So. It was a fun TV show to watch. So if you are looking into something like um, that type of TV show, go watch it. It's a seven point seven point zero out of ten, seven out of ten on rating. I think it deserves an eight out of ten. The whole TV show. Nice. Uh, yeah, now, and I think that's Jerry, what. What are you excited for, though? Are you excited for anything specific or not? You don't have to be. I mean, uh, just to see what was happening in the sto- whole story. That no, I meant like uh, in, in, in TV. Oh, TV shows. Yeah, oh. TV shows. Are you excited for any seasons, any episodes, any actual TV shows that are coming out? Mm. What am I excited for? Actually, it's fine. I mean, you can keep going. Oh, Cloak and Dagger season two, bro. Oh, it comes out soon? Yeah. Uh, April 4th. Wow. Yeah, Cloak That's and Dagger. Yeah. I. So that'll be doing for TV Talk with Jerry. I'll see you next week with more information, with more TV shows that I watch, hopefully. Anyways, let's continue with the show. Thank you so much, Jerry, for TV Talk. That was so cool listening to you. Kind of like what you said to me, um, 
I do love listening to you talk about TV because it's just I'm not, I'm not just a movie guy. I do love watching TV as well. I appreciate it, man. So yeah, man. Thank you. All right. Without further ado, we're going to our final topic. And before we start, I just want to say that I've been waiting to see this for weeks ever since trailers started coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. Uh, Dude, so <laughs> I was I was trying to build momentum, Jerry. Don't. Okay, bring it back. Bring it back. Are, are you good? Are I'm, we done? I'm good. All right, good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Triple Fruit. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jerry, let me do this. <laughs> okay, nice. All right, last one. Come on, Jerry. We gotta do this. Go ahead, Christian. It's all you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Triple Frontier. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the review for Triple Frontier. That song was dope. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Jerry, for picking that. You're welcome. Anyways, Triple Frontier finally came out. This movie starts Ben Affleck and a bunch of other people that I don't remember their names, but I love them all the same. Adria Arjona. Say that again. Say it again. Adria Arjona. Adria Arjona. Charlie Hunam. That guy. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, which is Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Another more people that, that and then would've... Ben Affleck and then a bunch of other yeah. people that are really, 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 really great in this film. If you haven't noticed by my tone of Wait, voice, you... what? If you haven't noticed from my tone of voice, I loved this movie. I will give my rating at the end, but I Oh yeah! Hold on, sorry, whoa, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Whoa, whoa, oh. So I saw the, the one of the actresses called. Now I'm gonna Adria, interrupt you. Adria. What you want? Uh. <laughs> no, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, play. I'm sorry. Adria Arjona. She's the daughter of Ricardo Arjona, bro. Which you, is? He's a he's the most famous Guatemalan singer, internationally. Oh. So when I look at her name, when I was telling you who she was, I was like, ah, is she the daughter of Ricardo Arjona? And yeah, she is. Jerry's from Guatemala, if you haven't noticed Actually, by I'm Salvadorian. Accent. So I'm Salvadorian, Salvadorian but I live in Guatemala for like nine years, so. Perfect. Yeah, so if you haven't noticed by his accent. El acento. Yeah. Así que mucho gusto a toda la gente de Guatemala okay, si nos está no, escuchando. no, Jerry, no. <laughs> We're Triple Frontier, which is actually kind of cool that you speak Spanish because they do speak a lot of Spanish in this movie. Oh, mucho gusto. Yeah, they do. Um, Oscar Isaac <laughs> speaks Spanish really well. Like his accent in this movie. Oh, he's also Guatem Guatemalan, bro. He's Guatemalan? Yeah. Bro, I loved his Spanish accent. Ben Affleck speaks Spanish in this movie. And he did a great job. But I've heard him speak Spanish before. You haven't seen this movie, right, Jerry? Nope, but okay, I want to so see it. I can't go into full spoilers. Go ahead, which, bro. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I, 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 I love... Okay, perfect. So, it was not bad at all. It was a great movie filled with amazing action scenes. Amazing chemistry between the five main characters. An amazing story and just all out awesomeness. This movie is a great time. What was good about it? I, I want to start off with the relationship between the five main characters. Mm -hmm. I which is the one that you actually see in the main cover of the movie. Um, I love the relationship be between them. They have been life not lifelong, they've been longtime friends. They used to work in the US 
Army forces and Navy and all that, uh, Air Force, all that. They used to work in that, and they were, um, and so they knew each other for a long time. And the relationship between them and this movie is so great. I believed every second that they weren't best friends. No, nay, even they were brothers. Wow. And that was in, and they played that so well, so so well. Um, I'm trying to think about this movie because I saw it last night, and I was I'm just trying to think about everything that that happened because this movie has a lot. Um, it has great comedy between the characters, like the main characters. Obviously, since they're best friends, they mess with each other a lot. Some of the jokes that they tell each other are hilarious. Um, the action in this movie is insane. So good, so good, so good, so good. Now, this is what the plot is about. So this. Oscar Isaac's character, which I forgot his name in the movie, but it doesn't matter. Um, Santiago. Santiago. Oh yeah, Santiago. Yeah, Santiago. Um, he he's working kind of undercover in the in the, I think it's no, it's not Mexico. It's oh, what country was it? It was Oops. it was per, Peru. Not 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 Peru. Another one. It was oh, crud. See if you can read it in the Netflix, in the IMDb description. Does it say by any chance? They just say that it was in the South America. South America. Okay, it wasn't Peru exactly. Peru is one of the destinations that they go to, so it can't be Peru. But basically, they were in... Colombia? I think it was Colombia. Because that's where they filmed this TV show, so I don't know if they were pretending that it was somewhere else or it was actually Colombia. Maybe. I don't remember very well. But the point is that they were in South America and and Santiago, which is uh, um, Oscar Isaac's character, he is basically trying to find this guy this drug lord um to to kill him but he notices that he has a large sum of money um so his friends his co his brothers i guess you could say in arms um they are retired all of them they all retire from the from the from their perspective jobs um in the marines and army and all that jazz um so basically santiago finds out that there might be money in this drug lord's um, house. A lot of money. So what he decides to do. He tries to hire his best friends. Which are the best guys that he knows for the job. To try to steal that money. So they can be rich. Because he thinks that. Or he believes. Um, that they've risked life and limb. To, to save protect our country. The US. And they are literally running on scraps. So he says, I need you guys to do this for me and you guys will get paid in millions and you will be, have a great life. It takes a while for them to be like, yeah, I want to I want to I want to do this. But eventually they all agree to do it. And such a great movie. Like, I can't stop saying it because I love this movie. I honestly want to watch it again. I really do. It's such a, a great movie. Um, so the story continues. They all go to that country, which I'm sorry, I forgot which Columbia, one it was. Colombia, maybe. Uh, it's maybe Colombia. I'm, I'm not sure, though. But they go to the country to steal the money. Everything goes smooth until they start getting cocky. So they, they start actually doing recon, making sure who this guy is. Uh, they're all really experts. Like, and, and I love those scenes. Like, seeing them calculate how they're going to enter into the building, how they're going to take away all the money, how many people they need to kill, how many people are leaving and entering. Like, it's so... They all are experts, and those scenes are so cool to watch. So, Jerry, like, be prepared. Those are really cool. Um, the, the They form a plan. They, this movie made me feel a lot like Expendables. Okay. And a lot like A-Team as well. I was thinking a lot of A-Team in this, with this movie, which... Might have might have have some inspiration. Who knows? Um, 
they infiltrate. But the problem starts, they, they, they're doing a good job so far. The problem comes when they start getting cocky and they start to get money. So one of the big, spo- not a, it's not really a spoiler, one of the big reveals in the movie is that the money that was inside of the house was literally inside of the house, as in the walls. So because they get into the house after everybody's gone and they're like, where's the money? Where's the money? And they start, and then um, Santiago smells paint. And he's like, wait, do you guys smell that? That smells like paint, like fresh paint. Mm-hmm. So he starts touching the wall, and he feels that there's like a like a hollow area. He breaks it. The monies are literally on the walls of the house. So cool. It's kind of like Ozark. <laughs> Very similar, yeah. Yeah. So he starts taking out all the money from the walls, trying to get as many as they can in the bags. So this movie is a heist movie, basically, mm-hmm. just without the bank. Um. So they try to get all the, as much money as they can. Boom, 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 boom. They start, but they start getting cocky. Start, they start playing a little bit with the time and all that. Well, their plan goes kapluff when they get early. The the main the 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 narcos, I think they call them. They they come in too early from wherever they were at, and they start shooting up the place. They they have to leave their van with all the cash. They only have they have so much to carry. You know, uh, no, never mind. They didn't leave the van. They took the van. And they had to bring a few of what they could, like, on their sides and stuff like that. They get, I'm talking about, like, I think the number, it was 250 million U.S. dollars. They wow. were able to get out of that house. Insane, right? So they were rich by so, the time. And obviously, they have contacts, obviously, mm-hmm. and from everywhere. So they managed to get the contacts and everything, the helicopter. So they managed to hook it up to a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And then they, 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 take, they take it, they try to take it back to the U.S., the real the real drama in this movie happens when the weight of the helicopter is too much because of the people inside and because of all that money. So the, the helicopter can't go high enough, so it crash lands on one of the fields. Okay? And all this money starts to rain. I'm and guessing. all this money starts to rain, right? So they can take only what they can. So literally right now they're walking barefoot to cross the, the Andes, which is the, mount- the yeah. mountains, which are cold as heck right yeah, exactly yeah. really tall i think they they're three days trying to get across the uh, across the andes to go to the ocean where their pickup spot is so they can leave cool the real drama in this movie is the process from getting where the cra- the helicopter crash landed mm-hmm. all the way until the end of the movie where they need to get to the beach a three-day trip carrying a hundred bags of money and dragging it basically all over and then they start having um complications with character and then jerry Cover your ears because I really don't want you to listen to this part because it's a major spoiler. Um, <laughs> the city where they crash landed, uh, they accidentally killed a bunch of people. Um, and it, it wasn't an accident. It was kind of like a they just did it. They killed people um, because they were they thought they were going to attack them. Well, it turns out that one of those people, was one of the people that were killed was the father of this young kid. And as they're moving the money, the money bags through the mountains, I'm trying to speak kind of quiet because so Jerry doesn't listen. <laughs> um, so sorry about that. But as they're moving through the mountains, the the um, the kid um, shoots Ben Affleck in the face, and that's how his character dies. Which is kind of weird. I thought uh, I, I kind of expected it that one of them was gonna die, but I didn't expect him to be him. But yes, shoots him in the face. And um, he, Ben Affleck dies, and now the 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 big drama of the movie comes where we need not only to carry this money, but also Ben Affleck's body. So what they do is they're like, you know what? Screw it. Um, I right, Jerry, you can you can, yeah, you're good, you're good. Oh, cool. You didn't hear anything, right? 
I guess. Kinda. Did you hear something? No. No. Perfect. That's all you need to know. So after carrying, so what happened? As they carrying this thing that I just told you they carried, um, plus the money, um, they're trying to take it to the border to the sh- to the shore, but a lot of obstacles start getting in the way. At the very end of the movie, they get uh, they basically lost almost all their bags of money, like n- almost no money left. Mm. Um, they only had like they were only able to get like five million at the end of the movie. Um, and they keep in mind they have two hundred and fifty million. But that whole process of getting from where the helicopter uh, crash landed all the way into the shore, they were only to get $5 million. So what they do at the end of the movie, I'll try to say it in a way that doesn't spoil for Jerry. Um, you can spoil it, I don't care. Are you sure? I'll watch it, but I don't, I don't care about this movie. Okay. They give the money uh, to, the, to the family of the character that dies. I won't say who. You ben guys Affleck. know you, you guys know who it was. Ben uh, I said it earlier. Ben Affleck. Um, but they give the money to um, the the family of the person that dies. All of it. And then this movie has potential for a sequel. Okay. Because at the end of the movie, they had they had, there was a specific area where they have to leave most of the money in order for them to keep moving on. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters wrote out the coordinates to that location and gave it to Santiago. So what the sequel could be is Santiago trying to get that money. So I just know that Santiago didn't die. <laughs> yes. Which which is gives me it gives you four four chances to know which who is died. Ben Affleck. I know that. How do you know? Because are you sure it's Ben Affleck? You know how many? There's five characters in this movie. Yeah, there's actually seven characters. in We this know movie. that Santiago didn't die because he's Se- seven main characters. That means if Santiago didn't die, you have six characters to choose from that actually die. I'll six characters with, who are important. I'll keep it with Ben Affleck, bro. Okay, if you say so. You guys know. I I revealed it. Um. So yeah. This movie is great. Highly recommend it. Should there be a sequel? I definitely want to see a sequel. I want to see Santiago finding that money and uh, trying to steal that money, you know, um, with everything that happened in this first one. Uh, Parents Guide, the movie has a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of violence. So much violence. It's very, very... very It's like bad bad violence or like... Is a lot cool? of bloody scenes? Yeah, like people get shot in the face. People oh. get blown up. People get shot in the stomach. Like it's in, it's not Mel Gibson graphic, but it's getting there, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, because this is basically a war movie, you know. Basically, yeah. Um, rating out of ten, I give this movie, and people will, might not agree with me, and that's okay. A nine out of ten. A nine out of, nine out of ten, bro. A wow. Nine out of ten, I love this movie. I'm kind of curious how much IMDb... Ooh, 6 out of 7. 6 bro. out of 7. And it doesn't surprise me. 6 out of 10, my bad. 6.7 yeah. out of 10. So if you round it up, it's a 7 out of 10. And and it's okay. People might not agree with me. Heck, you listeners might not agree with me. But this movie, I just loved it so much. I do agree that there are boring parts in the movie. Like a lot of, some of the dialogue areas that you normally see in a war movie... Um, excuse me. Are kind of boring. You know what? I'll go down one notch. I think nine is too big. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Nine out of ten? No, eight. Oh, eight out of ten. Okay. okay. Which, it's still pretty good, but there are a few moments in the movie where we kind of feel like, okay, guys, come on, pick it up, pick it up. But yeah, this movie like takes a hundred different directions, and I loved every single step of the way. Okay, all that being said... Man, I had fun recording so, this episode. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you come this far, this is another long one. 
But we really do thank you for being here. Um, you know who I really miss this week, though? Who? I really miss Connor. Well, yeah, right? Yeah, Connor oh, is man. out celebrating a bachelor party with a few of his friends. Bro, I feel Vegas. like we should call him. Should we call him? Do you really want to call him? Yeah, I mean, come on. He's part of, the, of these. I, I bet anybody, somebody just miss him, bro. Somebody's That's true. Like, I bet somebody's Connor? listening right now. I was like, wait, where's that one dude? That one I know it's not his Connor. mom, okay? It's somebody else. No, it's pretty sure it's not. He's pretty sure it's his mom. <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> okay, All right, so. let's see what he says. Let's call him. Hi, uh, he's calling, putting him on speaker. He's in Vegas right now, so keep in mind. They're calling he him. He might not answer. What if he answers, bro? Oh, he answered. Hey, Connor, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Hey, bro. So you're hey. on the you're on the podcast right now. Everybody misses you. <laughs> Who's everybody? I'm just kidding. Your uh, mom. Us. Yeah. We are everybody. <laughs> everybody. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's yeah. everyone. Uh, yeah. How's I Vegas treating you, man? Good. Um, yeah, my first time ever in Vegas, and uh, weird stuff. Dude, it's a weird city. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Tell. Yeah. Not a fan. Do you fan. do you want to explain what that. you mean by that? Um, uh, no. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Connor. Uh, weird, weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Much love, Connor. We really do hope you're having fun. We just really missed you for this episode. And yeah, we, really we miss to give you. you a call. Yeah, it was a fun time. I hope you guys have a good episode. And uh, everybody out there, uh, don't watch The Order. It's not that great. Ooh. <laughs> oh. You guys talked about The Order no. without me last week. Yeah. It's not worth your time. It's fine, though. I actually, I, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you guys think about Immortals because I, I kind of want to watch that show. But anyway. Well, right, guys. Hey, peak for next week. Uh, yeah, Hi, right, Connor. Bye bye. Have All a right. good time. Take care, bro. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, that was it. Yeah. Hi, Connor, we hope that you come back soon. So drive safe, okay? Yeah, drive safe, please. Um, yeah, so next week, Connor kind of like give you a little bit of sneak peek. Next week, we're going to be talking about a little bit of the OA, and we're going to be talking about Immortals. Uh, the Immortals as well. So stay tuned for next week. I want to give you a sneak peek before we continue. I watched the first episode of Immortals. I'm not really into it, but I'll watch it just because we're going to talk about it. Ooh, it's not that great. All right, cool. Well, that's it. My Make sure that you like this. Uh, Cut me off. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I always do this, bro. Make sure that you like. Jerry, how many times do I have to tell you? This is a podcast. It Make sure that like you it. like the podcast. So, like, rate it, bro. Make rating sh- is the liking stuff. I guess. Okay, make rate sure, it. Make sure you give us a rating. Make sure you tweet at us at Chris6ST and JerryQM18 for the Netflix official Twitters. That is uh, Netflix the underscore. Netflix at, no, wait. Underscore the Netflix addicts on Instagram. And then on Twitter at Netflix underscore addicts. All we know is that the links are in the description. So yeah, they're in the description. So yeah. forget about what we say. Just yeah. go to the description. All right. Uh, we'll all see right, you Jerry, next you week. Anything else before we end? It? No, bro. I'm just ready to go home already. All right. Me too. All right. So see you guys. Bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs>